Again, that is Mark chapter 16, verse 15. If you're using a few Bibles, found on page 902. And he said to them, Go and talk to all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. You know, I can't recall of ever being asked to stand before an audience and present somebody to make a speech. So this morning I have the honor of presenting to you Brother Dennis Jones, president of the Heritage Christian College. And probably down the road somewhere or another, we might be a little kin, folks. <laughs> he is presently the intern minister at the Cullman Church of Christ, Cullman, Alabama. He is a native of Florence, Alabama. He and his wife, Frida, have three children, Rodney, Rita, and Jana. He's also a proud grandparent of three grandsons and three granddaughter, two granddaughters. In 1998, he was awarded an honorary Doctor of Law degree from Fried Harbin University. His work as an evangelist started with the Florence Boulevard Church of Christ and progress as he worked with a variety of churches in the area. In 1978, he entered full-time gospel meeting work and continued until 1980. He has conducted more than 200 gospel meetings and campaigns. In 1981, he accepted an opportunity to serve Heritage Christian College University in the capacity of development officer. He became the director of development in 1984 and vice president in 1986. He was appointed the second president of the college, taking office January the 1st, 1990. Brother Jones enjoys teaching classes at Heritage and providing leadership training through seminars. I now present to you Brother Dennis Jones, president of the Heritage Christian University. Brother Jones. Cousin Aaron there. Yeah. Good morning. I'm Dennis, the minister. A lot of people won't admit when they make a mistake. One guy came up to me not long ago and he said, Hey, Jerry, you've changed. He said, Your voice has changed. He said, You've just, you've, your appearance has changed. He said, You've really changed. I said, I'm Dennis. He said, Change your name? Thank you for this opportunity to be with you and talk to you about Heritage Christian University, which belongs <clears throat> to the Church of Christ, which means Heritage Christian University belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, this is the Lord's work we're talking about today. Heritage Christian University was established in 1971 because we were not training enough preachers and missionaries to do full-time work in the church in this country and around the world. And so that was the reason, that was the impetus for our establishment, for our founding. And we just do one thing, and we hope that we do it better and better each year. We do one thing, and that is educate Bible majors. 
Now, I'm working with a new PowerPoint system this morning, and so uh, uh, these guys up here, my techies, are taking care of me and making me look good, and I appreciate that very, very much. We are focused at HCU, and we have a particular focus, and that is that we prepare and provide workers for the Lord's church. That's what we do. And I believe with all my heart, folks, that we graduate each year more people who go into full-time ministry than any other school in the Brotherhood. Um, I believe that because of my ob observation of what we're doing with all of our schools and all of our Bible programs and all of our Bible majors. Ask Brother David how many of his classmates went into full-time ministry when he graduated. Um, I'm familiar with that graduating class and the one just after it. I, um, I was up in Hopewell, Virginia back uh, a few months ago and I was making some remarks like this. And um, a young man came to me afterward and he said, that can't be true. He said, I'm a 2003 graduate and he named one of our major universities. And he said, I'm a Bible major. And he said, I know of a number of my uh, fellow classmates who were Bible majors. I said, so you're preaching? He said, no, man, I work at Circuit City. Well, that's good. I mean, we need some good Christian Bible majors at Circuit City. There's no doubt about it. He said, but, but a lot of, our, uh, of my classmates went into full-time preaching. I said, is that right? I said, that's wonderful. I praise the Lord for that. And I said, but that's different from what normally happens, even with Bible majors. Um, they go in, they, sometimes they're double majors, and so they, they have another discipline as well as, as their Bible degree, and they go out and they make a living that way, and therefore they're not working full-time in the church. So he said, well, that it just can't be true. I said, well, you might ought to check on it. So he came back the next night, and he said, you know, I called around some of my folks who graduated with me, and he said there are only three out of the class of 2003 who went into full-time ministry and full-time preaching or mission work. You see, that's our problem. Folks, we are asleep at the wheel. We think we're training hundreds, and we think we're training thousands of preachers and missionaries in the United States and with our Christian schools. But if you look at the evidence, it's just not happening. And so we are providing these workers for the Lord's church, and we have a purpose and our purpose is to recruit and educate effective communicators of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, notice the word effective. Effective. What does that mean? It means that we're striving to graduate people who go out and they can articulate the gospel. They have found the truth. They are able to explain the truth. And they're building up the church. You see, when you effectively communicate the gospel, you're building up the church. Now, you know, as well as I, that there are a few schools among us, most of them are very small, that tend to graduate people who go, to, go out and tear down the church. The church becomes smaller instead of larger. But effective communicators of the gospel of Jesus Christ <clears throat> are those who build up the church and make it larger by saving souls. Well, we have a vision. Now, you know, <clears throat> there are three things you need in order to be an effective organization. You need a purpose. And we've just talked about our focus or our purpose. Our purpose is our why statement. Why do we exist? You need that, you know. If you're in business, you need a purpose statement which explains why 
you are in that particular business. Every congregation needs a why statement. Why do we exist? Well, again, heritage exists to recruit and educate effective communicators of the gospel. But you also need a mission. And a mission is how you go about accomplishing your purpose. A mission statement is something like, uh, well, ours would be uh, that we are an institution of higher learning, providing a biblical education which promotes spiritual growth with a global emphasis and preparing effective communicators of the gospel. That's a mission statement. What's the vision? What's the end result? The end result is like Isaiah said in Isaiah 11 verse 9, that there will come a day when the knowledge of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. So that's the purpose, and that's the mission, and that's the vision of Heritage Christian University. Now, why do we do what we do? I'm going to ask you to read some Bible with me. As a matter of fact, we could have put this on the screen, but I want you, I want you to read this with me. First of all, 1 Corinthians 1. 1 Corinthians 1. And look at verse 21. For since, I'll give you a moment to get there, 1 Corinthians 1, 21, For since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God, it pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached. The message preached to save those who believe. The bottom line is the reason we recruit and educate and encourage effective communicators of the gospel is because God chose preaching. It's God's way of getting the message to the entire world. Notice, if you will, Romans chapter 10. You say, we know this, Brother Jones. Well, let's read it one more time. Romans 10, 14. How then shall they hear, how shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? 1 Corinthians 9. 1 Corinthians 9. Look at verse 16. I was pleasantly surprised to, to see Dr. Betty Hamlin in the audience this morning with her husband, Willie. Um, uh, Dr. Hamlin is uh, a, a very important part of, um, of the faculty and administration at Heritage Christian University. And Willie is one of the best preachers in the brotherhood. He's president of a, an internet radio station that broadcasts the gospel throughout the world. And I think about Willie when I read this verse because I heard him say one time, I have to preach. I have to preach. Look at verse 16. For if I preach the gospel, I have nothing to boast of, for necessity is laid upon me. Yes, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. You know the kind of student that I really would like to see enroll at Heritage Christian University? Now, it's nice if we enroll one who thinks it would be a good idea to be a preacher or a missionary. That's, that's nice. And it would be, it would be um, pleasant to enroll someone who, uh, even before they were born, their mother was praying that they would become a preacher because that's going to make a good student. But you show me someone who says, like Paul is saying in 1 Corinthians 9, 16, I have to preach. Nothing else is going to make me happy. Nothing else is going to give me that sweet sense of fulfillment. I must preach God's Word. You give me a student like that, and I'll show you someone who's going to do great things 
in his life. Why? Because, well, he's, he has a passion for it, a passion like nothing else. Well, did you know that we need 600,000 preachers right now? You say, well, now, where do you get that? We need 600,000 preachers. Think about the world's population, 6.3 billion people. I came up with this concept when I was in India back in 1991. I was in a little village of 10,000 people. That's a little village in India. And um, when I left that village after preaching there for a few nights, I was thinking to myself, this little village needs a full-time preacher or missionary. And then I started thinking, if that's true, every little village in the world needs a full-time preacher or missionary. And if you divided the world's population up into groups of 10,000 people, or villages of 10,000 people, and if every one of them had a full-time gospel preacher or missionary, we would need more than 600,000 additional preachers and missionaries than we have right now. It's the hottest job market in the universe. There is no other way to, to seek a life and a profession uh, that is more needed. There's such a vacancy. There's such a vacuum. If you want to do something really great with your life, consider being a full-time preacher or missionary or a missionary's spouse. Well, Heritage Christian University exists to provide practical experience and academic excellence, supplies a highly specialized education for future church leaders, and maintains a distinctive focus, which simply means we're not like any other school. There is no other school like Heritage Christian University in our brotherhood. Why? Because we are a four-year uh, bachelor, uh, bachelor's degree granting institution and also a graduate program. So we're not like a two-year preacher training school. But we're not like a liberal arts Christian college either because we just have the one program, the Bible program. Every student is a Bible major. So that makes us distinctive. And HCU leads in local and global missions, develops servant leadership and exemplifies Christian service and cultivates evangelistic zeal. We started keeping up with the baptisms that our students and our faculty were responsible for, or the Lord used them in order for these things to happen, back in the early 70s. And since that time, our faculty and our students have baptized more than 12,500 people. I tell people when I visit with them and I say, you know, if you decide to invest in the Lord's work at Heritage Christian University, you're going to get more for your investment at HCU than any other way I know as far as real results are concerned. And when you help train full-time preachers and missionaries, it just keeps on paying off because year after year and decade after decade, they continue to serve and to do great things. We like to call it real world ministry, doing the, being the real thing and getting out there and, and, um, and, and participating in the real world. Bottom line evangelism. Well, what's, a final question is, how can you be involved? Let me give you some ideas. Number one, pray for Heritage Christian University. Number two, take a distance learning class. 
I have a table out this way with some brochures about our classes that are professionally produced on video and DVD, and you can enroll and you can take a class with us, or you might decide just an audit a class uh, through distance learning, or to even purchase a class and, and, uh, and just own it and own your own Bible professor. The great thing about a Bible professor on DVD or video is that he, he'll work for you seven days a week, 24 hours a day. He never gets tired. He never sleeps. And he'll keep on explaining things. You can reverse and go back and make him explain it again until you get it and you understand it clearly. You can become an ambassador for Heritage Christian University. You can invest with us. And we have a saying that no gift is too large. Amen? No gift is too large. And then we have a special project right now that we're, we are facing because we have a bottleneck. We can't grow until we can provide some additional housing for our students. And so we planned a new building. And the board has said we cannot build this building until we have the money raised to pay for it. It's a one point, well, it's $1,250,000. We have 600000 raised already. And when we get the rest raised, we're going to build this building. Actually, we're going to go ahead and start soon. This is the kind, by that I mean we're going to break ground and start building the building, but we need to have all the money raised by the time we finish building the building, which will be just a few months by now, maybe around the end of the year. And so, you, are we showing the, uh, are we showing the uh, tour yet? Okay, we're about to do that. I thought that was going on all the time. I forgot to look. This is a, a virtual tour of the building that we are planning to build, and I'm, I'm going to have some brochures out there on the table and also some DVDs, and I encourage you to pick those up. But what this is, is this is a two-story building with eight apartments, and each apartment has four bedrooms, and so it will house 32 students, has a common living area, uh, uh, two bathrooms in each uh, apartment and, and the kitchen and living area and all the things that a student needs in order to, um, and students need in order to be taken care of and housed while they are enrolled and while they're studying and while they're learning to be effective communicators of the gospel of Jesus. So that's one way in which you can be involved. Well, that's actually a, a number of ways. Heritage Christian University. I'll make you a promise, the more you get to know about us, the better you'll like us. I promise you that. As we sing this song of encouragement, let me thank you, first of all, for all the good things you do, for every mission work you're involved in, for the many wonderful things you're doing to build up the Lord's church and to save souls. But as we offer this song of invitation, I'm asking you this question. Have you received baptism for remission of sin. You know, baptism is our participation in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ our Lord, Romans 6, 3. And if you're a believer today and you're willing to repent of your sin and confess your faith that Jesus is the Son of God, then you can receive baptism and the innocent blood of Jesus Christ will wash all your sins away. If you've received baptism in the past, but for whatever reason you've drifted away from the Lord, today is the day to come back. This invitation song is for you. If you need the Lord in any way, come to Him right now while together we stand and sing. Rescue the perishing, care for the dying, as in the sin. 